Now tell Santa what you were thinking. Oh, presents. <laughs> Christmas isn't about presents. Even on the naughty list, even without presents, you can still enjoy Christmas. Christmas is a time for family and friends to come together, a time for the people of the world to forget their troubles and instead focus on being good to one another. We got chicken. Alright. We are back with a very special Christmas edition of this podcast. Everything's going so great. Um we've had a lot of emails. Yep, come on. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna well. I'm not going to read the emails, BG. Um, you've seen them. Yeah. You know how vitriolic they can be. Yeah. Um, it really seems like everyone loves you. Yeah. And, and they either attack Jason or they attack me for attacking Jason. Yeah. So there's they have a love-hate relationship with Jason, I think. They, they feel like they want to – it feels – and the word protect – yeah. Has been used. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they, Jason's a grown ass man. I mean, he's a grown man. I'm the oldest. I'm sorry. We're not even one minute in. I'm, I've already broken the code. <laughs> I was talking about a donkey. All right. Jason, what do you say? I said I'm the oldest one here. All right. BJ, can I just explain? You know, last week we had a uh, little downtime, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So my wife and uh, and my son agreed to take Jason to a nice dinner at a nice restaurant. And we're waiting on the elevator to go up to this nice restaurant. And I'm not kidding you. Conservatively, he hit the up button 86 times. <laughs> like one of those where you just like. Ah. Yeah, he keeps hitting it. And I'm like, it's lit. It's lit up. I mean, like, what are we waiting on? And then we're getting on the elevator. And he pulls me to the side and says, do you think I should pass gas on the elevator? <laughs> Are you talking about me or your son? We, we get to this nice restaurant. Jason, you know I'm talking about you. We get to this nice restaurant. We don't, and, now look, and, I, both of those things are things I would do, but we don't even live in the same town. And Jason says to the maitre d', no, no, I, I guess it's our waiter. I don't even know. Like, we're just being set down. And he says, can you tell me the house wine? And I'm thinking, like, I'm, we're not going to drink wine. I mean, like, and the guy says, yeah, it's a chateau de feet or what, you know, whatever, something nice, you know, probably. I don't know. I don't drink wine. And Jason says, oh, that's worse than baboon urine. I'll have Sprite. <laughs> I mean, like, these are just examples of why. I attack Jason. Because he likes Sprite more than expensive wine? Well, well he didn't. And that was the thing. He like, <laughs> I got him with that one. And I'm like, did you? Because, I mean, like, he was like, I was never going to order wine. And I'm like, I mean, I don't like to offend. Okay. Also, let me go ahead and address. Got an email about, uh, uh, from apparently, uh, Back doctor. Uh, allow me to retort before you move on. I will, but let me just go ahead and address this. You're moving on. Let me just go ahead and address this chiropractic. We're on emails. Okay, fine. Okay. When I said that chiropractic medicine is not valuable or podiatry is not valuable, I mean, 
to be honest, doctors are practicing medicine, right? They're practicing. That's what I want to address. What I said about podiatrists and chiropractic, of course, they're practicing. They're trying to, in good faith, get people better, right? I mean, I wasn't, hang a shingle was funny. Sure, sure. It was funny. Especially to Jason. I'm going to mute because it's too funny to me. It touched a nerve with me too, bud. It touched a nerve. And the fact that my doctor said it, I was like, oh, you're another person on this earth that has heard that phrase, theology. And it was so funny to me. Also, I had one of my first job stories and you guys cut me off. I kind of wanted to tell that. But BG... Benji, you're hosting. Let's not move forward and let Jason deal with anything. Go ahead and move us forward. All right. So the the first topic. Well, I want to know what your what is your worst Christmas gift that you ever got. Do you want to talk about one of my first jobs that was bad? Well, sure. Let's just talk about that. I know, I know what my mom got for Christmas in 1975. Oh yeah, what was that? Well, I was born in September of 1976. Oh, hello. She got a test. All right. So one of my first jobs was I worked. What? Night, and she didn't think it was funny like I did. You're the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. Hey, you're the summer. You're the summer flower, baby. The last rose of summer, Bo. You're the last daffodil. But um, I worked as a, I don't know if you guys ever had this job. I mean, probably everybody's worked in a restaurant. I don't know. You all, everybody listening to this should at some point work in a restaurant. So you can appreciate people. Go ahead and start talking while I'm still talking, bud. That's how your audio really gets. Retort to the first part of this. So I worked as a caller for actually Bell South Phone Book Company. And I read a simple script, a real simple script. All I said was, thanks for being a great customer. Would you or your household like any additional copies of Yellow Page books sent to your home? Complimentary, of course. And you would not believe the amount. 90, late 90s. And I mean, we're, we're offering them, hey, we'll give you a free Yellow page, which none of our audience is even going to, I don't know, but you used to get a book that had everybody's phone number in it. And we were going to give them, Hey, are you using it? Great. Would you like an extra copy for free, for free? We're giving away people something for free. And the amount of people cussing me out was, I mean, it was probably eight out of 10, if not nine out of 10. I would assume I knew exactly where you're going with that. It's so, I'm giving them some, I don't know, I don't know. Do you know why? It's not that you're giving them something for free. It's that you're calling them at home. Yeah, they didn't have caller ID back then. And they're like, hey, it's my buddy Joe calling, and then it's you. Yeah, it was just just ring, and they couldn't tell who it was actually calling. Like, we can all screen our, you know, calls today, I guess. But if it was Bell South, and they were like, hey, Thanks for being a great customer. Uh, would you like a free something? I think I, think I might listen to them. I don't. I don't know. Let me, I, let I think me, they probably would. Go ahead. I just think that they would be so like pissed off that they're answering the phone and it's Bell South and not somebody that they actually know. That you know that's they're filled with rage at that point. <laughs> they're already. Filled with rage. Yeah, they don't even hear you. They're like, Bell South. And they probably went and told their friends at church that Sunday, I got a damn call from Bell South. <laughs> My Bell was calling me. I like how in your story about at church, they would say, I got a damn call. Yeah, I mean, they're Baptists, you know. Yeah. Jason, what were you going to say? I was going to say, first of all, they're not giving you anything for free. Okay? The the, what they're doing is verifying your name, phone number, and address so that they can sell your information to other people who who telemarket. 
That's why they're bad. This is before Google collected all that instantly. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of feel like I brought up before, how did Sears ever fail? And maybe that was it. Maybe that was their side hustle. Maybe they were just selling everybody's credit card information and their social security numbers and all that. Maybe, maybe they actually won because they had all everybody's information. I mean, who would ride away to like a catalog to order stuff if not giving up your firstborn son's name and all that stuff? Do you know who the largest data warehouse in the world is? BG, I'm going to let you take this one. I know the answer already. I'm going to say uh, Google. No. I'm going to say Sam Walton's family. No, No, I bet it's Facebook. It's Facebook. Is it askjeeves.com? No. Napster. (laughs) No. The IRS. No. NASA. No. The NSA. No. The FBI. No. The CIA. No. The consigliere. I don't know what that is, but. The Matrix D. The Matrix. No. MMTYD.com. You really want to know? MITYDpodcast.com? Podcast.com. Also, guys, I need to go ahead and get your sizes. What size blue jacket are you? Because you got you guys are blue jacket guys. I'm getting you guys a Christmas gift. What do you need? It's Christmas time, baby. Finish. Let me tell you. Oh yeah, the largest database. I thought I already guessed it. No. What was it? So the, you know how people have these home security systems, right? That have like ring doorbells and all this stuff, and they put, they put a free little hard drive in your house to record the, the video from your ring doorbell or your side cameras and all this stuff yeah we've got three yeah you know what those hard drives are doing 99 percent of the time TikToking. using your power bill to fund collection and storage of data they use the same that's, that's a good point uh bg how much was your gas bill this month bud that's- 89 dollars are you kidding me? Yeah, it was only $89. What, do you got a Russian pipeline straight to your house? It's, I mean, that's North Baldwin Utilities, man. Shout out, hashtag North Baldwin Utilities. I mean, I'm so glad. Hey, that's gas. That's gas, water, garbage service combined. And I left my gas grill going for four days. <sighs> hashtag Weber, man. You're right. Hashtag Weber. We're not green egging. We're not going highbrow with this. No, actually, it is a Weber. It's a Weber grill. How do you spell Weber? Uh, 1B, W-E-B-E-R. It's like Weber State. I would say Weber. Yeah, because we're, we're sports guys. We think about Weber State. Are you, are you, is everybody in podcast land experiencing my delight at watching this Thunder Mifflin shirt on BG? Dunder Mifflin. That's nice. Now, is that is that a reference to something? No, no. I think it's you company should, I used to work for in college. You should take your your bottle of water and drink it. Let it run down in front of you. <laughs> Wet t-shirt contest. All right. I'm glad it ain't no shave November anymore. Can we just say that? Like growing a beard. I haven't shaved since August. <laughs> that, that, that's more of a uh, visual joke. Um, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking quite skanky right now with my facial hair growth. Also, in this Christmas season, as we're marching on to uh, the Yuletide season, uh, in this Christmas episode, I know that. The whole world has been caught up in World Cup mania. BG, I don't want to hijack. I know you're hosting, but I've been watching the U.S. play, and I'm not a soccer guy, but how about we kick the ball more towards the goal more often, right? They just what are they doing? They just kick it out of bounds. 
They just like, oh, I'm trying to set something up. Yeah, dude, you can kick really hard. Kick it towards the and just get some. Tr- I watched the game. Honestly, I watched the game where one team in the whole game had five quality tries on the goal, and the other team had three quality tries on the goal. Yeah, and I'm like, what's a quality try and what's I don't understand soccer, but kick the ball at the goal. You know, that's what makes Brazil so good. That's their offensive system. They're like they're like the Showtime Lakers of international soccer. And their goal is to score as much as possible. So they run like a really heavy offensive set, and they kick as much as they can to the goal. Jason? You think their coach stood up in front of them before the game? He's like, I got a new, I got a new strategy. See this over here? It's a goal. Just keep kicking it at the goal. They'll never see it coming. That's I mean, do y'all remember there was like a 90s hockey team that was like, yeah, the goalie, their goal is great. We're going to hit about 50 shots at him, and two or three are going to get in because we're just going to keep firing shots at their goalie. Like, Can we talk about hockey for a second? Yeah. So I went to a hockey BG, Hold on, BG, you're hosting this week. I'm yes. sorry. I'll allow it. You're a sports guy. Two minutes. I, hockey's the one with – they're on ice skates, right? They're in the rink and all that. Yeah. It's hockey. Okay. So I went to a hockey game, and I've never seen a hockey match in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And – That's what they call it, matches. It's a hockey meet, actually. Okay. They, they're out there. They're in the scrum, and they get – they're getting together. They start fighting, right? And I'm like, yeah. oh, the 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 ref is gonna break this up. I mean, why? Are, no, the ref moved everybody aside <laughs> so that these two idiots could fight in the middle of the rink. Yeah. And I'm like, is this real? Is this real, or is this some stupid Huntsville bullshit? No, nope. nope. Jason. Obviously, you've never taught public high school. Is the that- main thing is, no, well, the main thing is you get the innocent people that can't fight back. <laughs> you don't want any haymakers from some, you know, four eyes over there. You, you got to get everybody back. Like, get back. Let the two jabronis tire themselves out. And then you got to go in there and break it up. Once, once they've decided who would have won and who would have lost. Yeah. If you get in there and, and, it's still up in the air. You might get hit. Really? I, this is a serious question. Are, is fighting part of the game, or was that just some random event? I'll I'll answer it with a, another question. Is uh, faking like you're about to die in soccer part of the game? Because yes, I've thought that several people either tore their ACL, uh, ruptured, several internal organs and then they get up and they're fine because they didn't get a yellow card or something in soccer. Yes. Fighting is definitely a part of the game. Unless you have somebody like Wayne Gretzky, nobody wants to see a fight. They want to see Wayne Gretzky. I mean, I saw a good fight in high school one time. This is how I knew I would never be a fighter. These two girls were in the lunch table. They started screaming at each other. They're sitting across from each other at this you know narrow table. One girl reaches over the table, grabs the other girl's hair, slams her head face first into the table, grabs her fork in her other hand, stabs her in the collarbone, yanks the knife out, and throws it. Was that the timer? (laughs) The nice little catchy tune there. Wait, was that the timer for uh, Jason's story? Because no, I mean, that was that was honestly some like Jet Li level fighting. I know yeah. the the soundtrack that was playing behind them saying she took the fork out of her collarbone and threw it was just like she uh, yanked the fork out and threw it, and th- I didn't finish because my phone rang. But the fork <laughs> flies through the air and hits the ground adjacent to me on the floor, and I look down. And the tines on the fork are bent like... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Add Jason to you? 
Yeah, I couldn't see it because of my bow legs. <laughs> I walked myself right into that. So <laughs> the time was right. like this from where it hit her collarbone and then was pulled out. All right, my attention is gone. Um, the skin? Because it was a plastic fork, right? No. BG, can you name more hockey players or soccer players all time? Oh, hockey for sure. Exactly, right? That's weird, huh? Yeah. And, you know, they church up the American soccer team every year, but they always suck so much. You can't really, like, you can't follow those guys. How are our girls so much? I can name more girl soccer players. Because they had girls play soccer. Like, remember when we were kids? They were good. Yeah, it was like no boys. They won, and they ripped their jerseys off and stuff. It was crazy. They won. They well, The guys just got drilled. Yeah. All right, Jason, would you like a world in your life there's no more music or no more ice cream? I hate ice cream. He's lactose intolerant. Yeah. Give me that music, baby. BG, you're on a deserted island. You get Groundhog Day, of course. You got two more movies to pick. What are you picking? Dumb and Dumber. Hold on, hold on. Stop, stop there. Yeah. Jason, your pick. We're doing Snake Draft. Okay. So I get two picks. I get two picks after this. What? I mean, it's a tie between Pulp Fiction and Fight Club. You got to pick one. Pulp Fiction. All right. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll go Fletch. And I'll go, what about Bob? I'll go, what about Bob? Jason, your pick. Those are my two. What? I might, go, I might switch it up. I mean, I think Fight Club's a better movie, but I enjoy Ghostbusters a lot. So you're going to Bill, Bill Murray is just like me. Classic. BG, final pick. Airplane. God, you're really into the whole pedophilia thing, huh? That was not that funny. <laughs> it's All right. It's the blow-up doll that does the funny stuff, man. That blow-up doll is hilarious. Hey, Brandon, you ever see a cockpit before? I mean, I could play the – Wasp is still out, guys. I could play the audio. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, you're soundboard heavy. I'm not going to even do a soundboard. I don't care. I don't care about these emails. Um, 47 minute intro. That's why you get so much vitriol. Yeah, that is the word for it. You and I have talked about these emails. Do what, Jason? I said, I think the audience will agree with me on that one. I'm just glad we actually heard you say something while we weren't speaking. (laughs) Um, Jason. You get one piece of sports memorabilia all time. What would you like? Um, the yacht. Going, hold on. I'm going to go ahead and pick first. I'm going Rocky's shorts. The yacht that won the last yacht race because it's probably worth a lot of money. The America's Cup? Talking about the America's Cup? I don't know what I'm talking about. I just figure a boat would be worth it selling. You don't want sailing? Sail. Sailing. I think, I think I would, what about Bob? I would sell the sailing boat. You remember when he's duct taped to the mast and he's like, I'm sailing. I've sailed. Bill Murray's so funny. Yeah, he is. All right. BG. 1952 yeah. Tops Mickey Mantle rookie card. Okay. You're just money. Is the money grab? Is that we're doing? Money grab, like yeah. I yeah, I'll take money. I'll take the Honus Wagner card from the tobacco thing. E two o six, yeah. I tell you what, I would like Ichiro Suzuki's bat, huh? I got Ichiro Suzuki rookie card. Yeah, did say what? What did you say, Jason? Is that the serial killer? No, I honestly believe Ichiro Ichiro Suzuki. Besides King Griffey Jr. I believe Ichiro Suzuki is the greatest baseball player of my lifetime. Yeah, he could do it all. He, he could pitch, too. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. He could pitch. He would throw gas because he threw 99-mile-per-hour lasers from right field. Yeah. And he could 
for, he could hit for power and just slap the ball. He could oh, like a freaking tennis racket. He did. He used his bat like a tennis racket. Yeah, incredible. He might have been better than Tony Gwynn. Why does nobody else ever do that? You know, there's got to be some people that could do that. I've argued several times with buddies about uh, Joe DiMaggio's record will be broken if anybody ever learns to freaking not break their laces and just get on base. Yeah. Um. All right, Jason, who's the most famous LBJ? LBJ? Yep. What's that? LBJ. Who's the most famous LBJ? Yep. Lyndon B. Johnson? Exactly. <laughs> uh, BG, who's the most famous LBJ? Uh, LeBron James. Yep. I agree with Jason. I don't think I people... I don't even understand the question. I don't think people would... Know I know. Who, that's why I phrased it that way. I don't think people would know who Lyndon B. Johnson was. Lyndon Baines Johnson. Uh, BG, did you not just hear Jason's response? Oh, I heard it. Yeah. But it's unrelatable to 50% of today's world population. I don't... I disagree. I disagree. It's not listening. The self-appointed king is not LBJ. No, I, I look. I'm not a huge LeBron fan, but I, I mean, we we could go back to our four-hour uh, pick your greatest, you know, starting lineup hold episode. On, hold on. If you had John Adams, if his nickname was his airness, mm-hmm. and in 19, 19- which it was, which it was, yeah, yeah. In a vertical leap of six inches, which was astounding at the time. <laughs> Little known nickname. However, if you asked people in 1995, who's really his airness? Is it John Quincy Adams or is it Michael Jordan? 95% of people would say Michael Jordan. Now, that's the same as right now. It's the exact same situation. The real LBJ is the one that's alive because you know how people's attention span is like 10 seconds now. They can't remember that. I've forgotten what we were talking about. The duck in the pot speech and all that, you know? The duck in every pot. Jason's gone to sleep. <laughs> um, I'm not asleep. All right, Jason, you got first pick. I got a weak neck. I just lean over my head sometimes. You got one CD. To last you all time, what CD are you picking? Oh, my God. Can it be a box set? Can it be a double yeah, disc? Yeah. yeah, double disc. Yeah, that's what I mean. Can it be a double disc? Yes, I'll allow it. He, I'm doing he walks away. He asks a question. He leaves the room. I'm trying to find my phone. Zip your phone. Up. Hey. It's, it's, I think look. it's the back of the toilet back there behind when me. You got, when do you guys call my phone? What are you digging at? I can Look, smell. I can smell that through the screen. When do you guys call the phone? It's like, it's like when you leave onions in that drawer in the bottom of the refrigerator too long. There you go. It's ringing. I kind of expected him to have the annoying frog ringtone. You know that where the frog like rides a motorcycle or something. <laughs> he told. He calls me. He says. He says. You, you, you two are not funny. You're not funny. And then every time I try to talk, he starts yelling at me. The only reason I... Grown man. What did you say? Nothing. Did you guys pick a CD? Yep. Idiot. The question is you walked away groping yourself. First off, I didn't grope myself. I have to adjust myself anytime I'm about to sit down so that I don't sit on myself. You dug at it so hard that your hand changed color. Well, I have to. It's a heavy lift. I have to use my legs. It's. It didn't look heavy. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Let's let's go back. I shouldn't say gay like it's a negative thing. Yeah. Right. Everybody is cool. All right. So did y'all pick your CDs? Because I'm gonna pick. Can we? Can it be a double disc? Yeah, of course. It can mean greatest hits. I don't well, care. I'm not going to sit here and say this is the best album of all time. I will. Say, but I will say that my, 
my pick is something I feel like I could enjoy for a while, and it would probably be the the Smashing Pumpkins, Probably an Infinite Sadness. The tonight, tonight, is it got tonight on there? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the two disc set. That's a good one. I feel like there's some better albums out there, but it there's just so much variety on that two disc set. I could probably get more use out of it. I would agree. Um, BJ, your pick? Uh, I got it narrowed down to either one of the cool albums, but probably going to be Randy oh. Travis' Greatest Hits, Volumes 1 and 2. Man, now I'm regretting my pick. You mentioned Tool. Let's go back, Jason. I'm sorry. What? Go ahead with your pick, Jason. I don't want to give up my pick. Well, I'm not going to change, but I I think Tool has better albums. Yeah, they do. Tool. Then what? I'm sorry. You think Tool has better songs than Nelly? No, than the Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. I think Maynard Maynard is maybe one of the most amazing musical talents the world's ever seen. Hey, you should look up the the reaction videos to Danny Carey's drumming. Oh yeah, I've watched those. Those are incredible. That dude, he is all over it. Yeah. They came to Birmingham one time in 2001. They've only come to Alabama four times. Yeah. They came to Birmingham in November of 2001, and I went to it. And I was like, wow. I saw them uh, in Birmingham. I think they were – I can't remember, but I think they were with Nine Inch Nails. And I think it was 6606 they were there. <laughs> Wow. I wonder why they would be in Birmingham on that day. You know, like, why not go to like, a larger venue? Yeah, you'd think they could get a little more jazz yeah. out of that. <laughs> All right. I I, I want to hate on you guys so much right now, but growth and comfort don't go together, and I think you can hear how uncomfortable I am in this situation. What are you guys talking about, honestly? Because I, I don't know. You don't know about Tool? I've I've heard I've heard of the name of the group, Tool. Are they talented? Yeah, it's, they're like Really you need to open your mind out from Tool and just be like, it's all those bands that Maynard James Keenan is in. Yeah, really. Pussifer and all that. Circle, Tool and mm-hmm. Pussifer. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry, you're you're saying the person's name is Maynard. And again, I apologize. Maynard? Yeah. 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 Maynard what? Maynard James Keenan. His middle name is James, like LeBron James. He could walk into this guest house right now, and I would not know him. You would because your penis will become erect. <laughs> 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 You'd be very confused as to why. Yeah. Smart smart that. Um BJ, go ahead. Oh yeah, I picked Randy Travis, greatest hits, volumes one and two. I'm gonna go with the honest more sets, Jagged Little Pool. You live with my Which step on us. I thought you were gonna go with like Outcast or something. Cisco. <laughs> Outcast has some has a good album. That one album they had, it was good. Yeah, with bombs over Baghdad and all that. Yeah. First I'll off, another, Outcast. Another, eh. Huh. Outcast has at least four great albums. But go ahead. Yeah, nobody cared about three of those. <laughs> we jumped the shark after the first one, and come on. 
All right. You're right. Go ahead. I won't be randomly playing great sons from uh, Southern Hospitality or whatever, you know, throughout the rest of this podcast. Go ahead, BJ. Can I just say this too, since we're talking about music? Is it wrong that I just think that... Yeah, go ahead. What? Jimmy Buffett is like the most overrated. Erroneous. I just can't get into Jimmy Buffett. I'm so bored. What's the most underrated? What's the most underrated band in your opinion? I got one. I'll tell you one. Quality of work or like best song? Just like this is a great band and nobody seems to care. Oh wow. I'll tell you one. I'll go back in time and say Soundgarden. They always play third field to like Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Maybe Alice and James. Can we talk about Israel's son with Frog Stomp? They were just kids. They were kids. Silver chair? Yeah. Israel's son, tomorrow. They're, I mean, they had some great tunes. Yeah, they did. I got, I got three. System down. Overrated. The Pixies. The Pixies, yes. And the Toadies. Very underrated. The what? The Toadies. Jason, are you not using Wi-Fi this week? Are you just using the cellular data? Because you're coming through weak. Uh, I mean, I'm on the same thing I'm always on. How are your robots doing, bud? Yeah, they're working. They built me a table. Okay. Yeah. Hope they got some mac and cheese going for you, bud. Um, East dish are you enjoying tonight? Um, I haven't decided yet. I do have a selection of cheeses in there ready to go, though. You guys need a cheese guy? I got a cheese guy. Remember, he's lactose intolerant, so he's got to have that artificial cheese. I've got that option. I've got goat cheeses. I've got ostrich cheeses. I've got emu cheeses. I didn't know you could milk an ostrich. I don't really want to know where the milk comes from. Anything that has nipples, you can milk, BG. I have nipples, Craig. Can you milk me? (laughs) First flower of the fall, bud. First flower of the fall. Um, Jason, what is the shortest day of the year? Um, it'll be the the equinox in the winter. Right? You talking about the winter solstice, bud? December twenty first. Yes. I wish that were true, bud. But that's the uh, amount of sunlight that we get in the northern hemisphere, right, bud? I'm sorry, I'm not saying bud this week. I'm saying champ. Okay. I, I right, can tell you this. I went to England over the summer, and mm-hmm. nine o'clock at night. 9.30 at night, it's full on daylight there. It is oh, well. the shit I've ever seen in my life. Well, let's let's just cuss it up. Let's just cuss it up. This is not a family pod, apparently. Anymore. It was disturbing. And then it just gets dark all of a sudden. It's like somebody flips the light switch off. Dude, it was 11 o'clock at night. And I teed off on the first hole in Juno. Yeah, that's how northern that's how northern Scotland and stuff is. It's like people don't understand the whole parallel lines and stuff. But like England is like you understand it, Bo. I mean, no, I mean, people people look at gloves and they're like, I don't get it. Everybody's saying this. I mean, you check. Did you know that London is like uh, Boston, Massachusetts, north? BG? I did not. I never really took the time to look it up. Yeah, these are perfect examples, Jason. I mean, I just said LBJ. You went with my correct response about how 50% of the people don't know it. Jason, you answered, you know, of course, my question about how northern London is. But in fact, guys, and I don't want to scare anybody, 
But you know how much I've been into this whole temporal anomaly and deja vu and is time travel possible or is maybe a reset possible. I looked it up. June 29th, 2022 was nearly 1.6 milliseconds under 24 hours, guys. For more than half a century, Earth's average rotation has been gradually speeding up, slowly skimming fractions of a millisecond off our days. This long-term truncation of day length has had a seasonal effect on Earth's rotation and a little extra kick from daily climate effects such as climate change and our winds and combined heat make June 29th, 2022. I mean, this is all thanks to the conservation of angular momentum. Jason, I could discuss about this, but any comments? About I thought the rotation of the Earth was slowing down. But I, I haven't never looked into it. Well, maybe look into it, bud. No, it's sorry, champ. Sorry, champ. Climate change is making the Earth's rotation speed up. It's speeding up a little bit, bud. Sorry, champ. Did you know, did you know that the poles flip? Yeah, the 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 the. Uh, 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 Magnetism, magnetism of them. When are they positive and when are they negative? I'm sorry. It happens about every six hundred thousand years. I almost went with uh again just to make fun of you, Jason, because of how stupid you sounded. Yeah, you sounded really dumb. Was mine that long? I was really trying to think. It was. Really I couldn't long. pull. Up. Yeah. I we were yeah. playing a game where we all started going uh. I thought it was going to be like that tool song. I couldn't yeah. think of the word magnetism. I'm very sorry, everybody. Real. The North Pole is traveling towards the South Pole every day now. Not true. You mean it's like well, floating in the ocean? Towards it? The North Pole is traveling towards the traditional location of the South Pole. They are actually staying exactly equidistant. Yeah, they're rapidly uh, going that way as fast as our fingernails are growing. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take 100 years, but it'll, it'll flip. Did you notice, Jason, how quickly BG looked at his fingernails? Yeah, no. I just cut my fingernails, and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I think I just missed a part. I like how luxurious that Teacher of the Year chair is he's got down there. They hook you up down here. Is it? I feel bad. Hey, BG, I feel bad about my uh, text message. Congratulations, bud, totally. Since I was in third grade. And I was uh, at the urinal, and the 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 school coach came walking into the bathroom, and he just walks right up to the urinal right next to me, whips it out, and I look over, and like right at eye level is a grown man nude. <laughs> it was that, the worst thing I've ever seen. That's probably like against the law nowadays. Like, I'm sure it is. Hold on. Can I talk about one of the greatest jokes I've ever done? As long as it doesn't involve you peeing in an elementary school bathroom beside an elementary kid. Cause that's it doesn't. Um, one of the coaches, when I was at uh, in Tuscaloosa in matriculating in high school, one of the football coaches, an assistant football coach, would parade around in the locker room Without protection, yeah. I mean, he would get out of the shower and he would towel off as walking his way through the locker room. And uh, he had just got like a brand new truck, it was a really nice, you know, like 50 at that time, it was like a fifty thousand dollar truck. And uh, I was like, hey man, how's coach, coach, what's his name? Uh, afford a brand new truck. I mean, like they're teachers, right? And he's like, Oh man, uh, he, uh, breeds and sells horses. And just at that, just at that time, he happened to be parading his, his way through the locker room. And one of the funniest jokes I've ever let off from my own brain was I turned to the buddy that had just said that. And I was like, 
does he inseminate them himself or does he actually use equine stock? That dude, I mean, he had bruises on his knees. Like, I mean, just walking. That's probably why he would do it. Like, old man mule flex, we called him. <laughs> All right. <sighs> We've done an hour, four minutes, plus three minutes. We probably have about 12 minutes of usable material. Anything else? Anything you guys want to add to this? Do we actually want to talk about the movie at all before we get off? Oh, I forgot we were talking about the movie. BG, you're hosting. Come on. Uh, what's your walk towards the light? Jason, you go ahead. You always have the greatest walk towards the light takes. As soon as he takes a bite of the cheeseburger, you put him on the spot. I mean, one could not throw to him when he's not eating cheese. It's always a cheese-related something. I got a cheese-covered chip here. Oh, nacho cheese. And cheese. Nacho, in the parlance of the times, I think. Um, it's a taco burrito thing, nachos. That's nacho cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what was it like, Jason? What what was yours? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I never understood that, and I still don't. And I don't understand why we talk about it all the time. What is? I want to talk about a walk towards the light. I want to talk about a walk towards the light. I want to talk about Jason throwing in. I never mentioned the uh, woman that was carrying uh, beer steins, and we didn't even call him on that. We just let it go. Mm-hmm. And you guys don't listen to the podcast, but that was so infuriating when he threw it out there. And we just kind of said, like, yeah, yeah, man, we remember that. What Erroneous. There is no woman carrying beer steins. She's got four of them. She's carrying them like this. Never happened. I've watched this movie 29 times. 29 times. Also, next week, guys, we don't have to watch this movie. We're watching a movie called... Uh, tell you exactly when it happens. Well, tell me, what minute? What minute? Oh, where did, you didn't go to broadcasting school? No, I went for French uh, literature of the 18th century. And he goes, oh, what a waste of time. Behind him while he's saying that. The lady walks past with four beer signs. BJ, you agree? French poetry is what she calls it. Poetry. That annoys the piss out of me. What'd you say? He says it as... She doesn't say poetry. She says poetry. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. pisses me off. <laughs> as it should. Yeah. Not poetry, man. Come on, Andy McDowell. <laughs> Everybody knows she was just sleeping with the director. That's my walk towards the light. What'd you say? She had an affair. She had an affair with Harold Ramis. We all know it. It's so, it's so in your face. Bull. It started the whole Andy McDowell sensation that happened in the late mid to late 90s hold on first off you're sleeping on the john malkovich joint she came off of i am what was it called like jason I could, I could answer it but you go ahead it was like the john malkovich nope something about violence. are you gonna make me go back to my earlier notes I didn't even bring my notes. God. This movie really zaps you, doesn't it? Sex, lies, and videotape. Not really. She was in that, though. She was in Magic Mike XXL. 
Didn't I talk about my first jobs? Object of beauty. Object of beauty, yeah. That's what made Harold Ramis so enamored with her. And he does call her smart, which definitely leads. I mean, she's not smart. No, that's so irrational. There's no way she's smart. As an actress, as a character actress, she is quite hot. I've sent you guys pictures. We know that. Yeah. She had it going on for a late 80s chick. Did I talk about the uh, grocery store near me? I don't know. Let's, let's just kick, let's kick that down the road. All right. Have we done all the categories? Have we done everything? Uh, talked, about, talked about the movie enough? Yeah. We hit every point. <laughs> we have no more left. I think all right. Is like going to cut some more cheese or something. What size boy jacket are you? Like a, probably a large. I'm an adult. I'm a large adult. You've been cutting. You've been cutting too much. You could be an XO if you just got on some different, different type of horse steroids that I'm on. <laughs> I'm in between. I'm like a tweener. The only problem is trying to find a hat that fits you. Yeah, my. You have to do different types of horse steroids. Yeah. Jason. What size blue jacket are you, bud? Blue jacket. What are you talking about? I'm getting you guys Christmas gifts from the uh, mmtydpodcast.com. mmtydpodcast.com. Go there if you want your Christmas gifts. mmtydpodcast.com. Well, the sweater I'm wearing right now is this is an XL. Also, Jason, I need you to go ahead and set up mmtydpodcast.com. Make sure the store actually works, bud, because I'm stupid at technology. You did a good job. You did way better than I could have done. You have to click on former podcast to get to the store. Yeah, that's stupid. It should be swag. You you should. It's pictures of you. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't even know how to fix it. I don't even know how to fix it. Jason... I mean, I've asked my boffins, and they're not equipped. We need your robots on this. Any way you can fix it out, bud? He's got his nachos. Yeah, he's talking with, with cheese. No. It's not playing well on podcast. I don't, I don't really know much about websites. <laughs> I don't really know much about nanotechnology. <laughs> Meaning that you know more than 99.9% of the freaking world, dude. I guarantee he knows more than I do about it. I guarantee you that, bud. By God. I mean, I'm okay with him dropping S-bombs on this pod. Family podcast. Sorry. Ridiculous. I Who talks like that? We waited till after 30 minutes. It was 37 minutes in. I jumped into it pretty early, but Bo beat me to it, so technically Bo broke broke the hymen. I said damn and ass. I said piss and damn, I think. Gosh. What are we doing? This was our bluest one yet. We Thank God I led this whole episode, so it was actually funny, but... <laughs> Sorry, such a letdown. I like how BG looks at me like you're you're an asshole, huh? You're an asshole. So Sorry, you the rest of the world exists. I'm sorry that I've been pumped up all day to do this podcast. I'm sorry too. Mainly, I just really enjoyed my phone conversations with you, Jason, trying to get you pissed off for this episode. Um, and then I enjoyed sharing it with BG and saying like, "Oh, I've got him really, I've got him really agitated." I can't tell. I can't tell what you're doing. I like. I was like, "Look, if you want other people on the podcast, it's fine." Yeah, that's what I told BG. I was like, "I think he actually thinks I want to replace him." I'll have to learn but, to live with my 
all this income I'm making off this podcast, but you know, <laughs> dude, dude, I mean, I'm living in opulence. I mean, isn't that enough? Isn't that enough? It is enough. It makes me feel better. Again, are we getting together at some point over Christmas or something? Yeah, we're going to Jason's house, right? BG, can you get free? Because, I mean, I'll tell my wife, like, and she'll be happy if I'm leaving for three days or four days. Or we can meet down at Tuscaloosa. I'd have to have plenty of notice because my wife travels for work. Wait, are we doing a Tuscaloosa pod? That'd be awesome. We can meet in Tuscaloosa and... That's halfway. But I would have to do it after Christmas. It would have to be like between Christmas and New Year. BG, how's that work for you? It probably would work. I have to get with the boss and take the word. It probably would. Do you use the word boss? I use the word warden. I said boss to a lady on the phone today. I was trying to book a park. Uh, what do you call that? Pavilion for Kaysen's birthday. Yeah. And uh, the lady on the phone was like, I can go on and write your name down and you can just go by and sign the paper. And I said, well, go on and write my name down, but I'm going to check with my boss. She was like, oh, your principal? And I was like, no, I meant my boss at home. (laughs) She got a good chuckle out of that. And I said, well. Well, you skip a step if you say, I got to check with the warden. (laughs) And they all know, like, oh, you're not an inmate, so you're obviously married. Yeah, that's true. I guess I was being too technical for her. In my head, when you said that, I heard the theme from Curb Your Enthusiasm start playing, When you, right, as you said, I got to check on my wife. <laughs> ding. Hey, yeah. that show is highly underrated. That's like, that's like Seinfeld Part 2. Yeah. It was a great show. I think it they was. still do it occasionally. I have the Cody on my smart TV so I can watch it even though I don't have HBO. What are you talking about? You can get like the internet on your TV now. The song at the beginning of Groundhog Day, which I can't remember his name now, but he thought it, he thought that the Harold Ramis says in the director's commentary that he just felt like that that composer was very set up nicely for comedy. He did that song too. When Chekhov saw the long winter, he saw a winter bleak and dark. Is that it? Wait, I'm not sure. What? Which one is it? I don't remember, but it's just Harold Ramis saying like, this is so-and-so. We felt like so-and-so was very... Uh, appropriate for comedy or something and it was that it was just a it was just a song with music and it, it's the same guy that did the curb your enthusiasm theme song jason you got any ideas what's his name you're talking about delbert mcclinton no no the composer that whole story just sounded like a bunch of clicks and whistles <laughs> All right, while BG figures that out, and while Jason does the hand job to this song, just know, everybody, that you don't have to watch the movie. We'll watch it enough for all of you. Love you all. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. BG, love you, man. Love you. Jason. Love you, man. Nice to meet you, too. <laughs> Love you, too. Are you feeling like you're is a negative on this? Because you're hilarious. We will never replace you, man. Like, ever. You're the best around. I've heard all day. Nothing's going to ever keep you down. You're, hey, listen. Let me tell you a secret, bud. Oh, no.